And welcome to episode two of the Scent Geeks. My name's Steve, and you may recognise me from my YouTube channel, which is Frags to Riches. You can also find me on Instagram under the same name. But I'm not alone. I have a partner in crime for this podcast. It is a man that has a face for TV. He has a voice for radio, a body for billboards, and as I've recently discovered, he can also write a podcast jingle intro thing. So that partner in crime is Chris. Chris, hello. How are you? Steve, I mean, I thought you were talking about someone else. You, you flatter me. <laughs> that you was, flatter me. I mean, that, mate, that you're never going to get a better intro than that, are you? Let's be that honest. Will, that is the best intro I will ever have in my life. It was <laughs> yeah, very yeah. good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I did. I put, I put a good 10 seconds thought into that intro. Um, I loved it. Thank you. I'm, I'm pleased. Yeah. So you, 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 yes, you, you talented bastards. You are also very talented and can write a podcast intro, which I recently discovered. <laughs> I actually don't know where that came from, to be honest. Uh, we should probably um, probably let our, view, our, our viewers, I'm so used to saying that, this, this is uh, listeners, isn't it? Yeah. We should probably let our listeners know uh, the little story behind <laughs> yeah. our, our jingle. Yeah. Um, so so you, you start with that if you want, mate. Yeah, so um, podcast one went surprisingly well. I mean, as we've sort of mentioned in our YouTube videos and sort of comments to people, we've had a lot of support, which has been brilliant. Um, but yeah, the first podcast we sort of just recorded kind of on the fly, didn't we? Didn't we? It was sort of, we were quite casual about it. We were like, let's just do a test. Well, yeah, the, I mean, the time frame that, that happened was, I think it was a Saturday morning. I was at the gym and Steve messaged me saying, you know, that podcast idea you floated a few months ago, I'm thinking of doing one, but I'll do it with you if you're still up for it. And I thought, you know what? I am still up for it. Let's let's do it. So we did a we did a test the following Sunday, didn't we? Yeah. We said let's do yeah. it as a test, but let's record it as if it were an episode. And if it's good enough, maybe we can put it out there. So we just did it on Skype. And that was the first episode that hopefully everyone listening now listen listen to that. And that's why you're here again. So that was that was a, a Skype test, basically. But it sounded we were we were quite happy with it, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, it was it, the sound wasn't great. A few people sort of commented, but most people said it was, you know, perfectly listenable. And we sort of thought the same, so we thought, oh, sod it, let's kind of throw it out there. Yeah, and we got really good response. I'm we genuinely did. surprised. Like, the analytics are saying about 1,800 downloads. I don't know how accurate they are, but for for the first week of the first episode, I am bowled over by the support. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... I was absolutely amazed. I mean, yeah, I, I personally want to thank everybody because I thought, obviously, I've got a few followers on YouTube. You've got quite a few followers on YouTube, so I thought we'd get you know those guys kind of supporting us, which is really nice. And but it was what I really liked is that people were seemed to genuinely enjoyed the podcast. They actually sort of said, no, it was, I really enjoyed listening to it. They didn't sort of just say, well done, guys, sort of thing. It was, so that was, yeah. So we thought, well, can we make this happen? Can we make this a regular thing? And yeah, we can, well, we decided. Episode two, here we are, we're, we're back again. And I think, so we record these on Sunday evenings. And for people who don't know, maybe, uh, obviously, hopefully, the quality sounds better than the first episode. We've been telling everyone all week we're upgrading our software and our equipment. So um, as soon as we finished that first podcast, Steve went out and bought <laughs> yeah. a studio microphone. He's really yeah. taking this seriously. And uh, 
we upgraded the software, so we're not using Skype because uh, I don't know if you guys know, but Steve and I are in different parts of the country right now. So Steve's down near, you're down near Cambridge, aren't you? Yeah, I'm in Cambridge. Yeah, and I'm yeah. up in Yorkshire, in, in York. So this is a remote podcast. Um, so upgraded microphone, upgraded software. And? And yeah. And so fingers crossed it's improved. We've done a few tests since last week and it sounded good. Um, but another piece of feedback that we got from listeners um was about a jingle, some sort of intro jingle. Obviously, you put some music at the start, but they said, oh, you need something kind of catchy and kind of maybe play at the end of the start and even sometimes between things. And so we started sort of looking and any YouTubers out there that are listening know it's music is a pain to try and find some music that you can use for this sort of thing or for YouTube. I know, Chris, you found some great tracks on your YouTube channel. Um but Thank yeah, you. so we sort of chatted, didn't we? And and we sort of thought, and we kept looking, and then Chris kind of went, "Well, I could sort of throw something together on the guitar. I can have a little see what I can come up with." Well, the and only I reason thought, that that, yeah, that sure. I got that thought was you said, "How about something acousticy?" Which I wasn't thinking. I yeah, was thinking like yeah. you know, kind of a bit of dancey techno type of really come in with a lot of energy. But as soon as you said acoustic, I thought, "Oh, I wonder if I can just because you you only need a few seconds of a jingle." And I'm not great on the guitar, but I thought, "I wonder if I can just throw something together." Uh, and it was that, that I said, oh, I'll have a play around tomorrow. And then that night before I was about to go to bed, I thought, actually, I can't go to bed without picking up the guitar. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I picked up the guitar and I just came up with something in about five minutes, recorded it on my phone, sent it to Steve. And he said, I, I like it. I think it's good. Let's, you know, let's work on that. So we pretty much went with that, didn't we? We recorded it at higher quality on our mics and Steve did his, I wrote the music sent it to steve and steve did the vocals on his end and sent them to me and we stitched it all together so i hope you liked our little intro guys i, I think if, there's one thing i'd like to say about our intro it makes it pretty clear about what the podcast is called yeah that is true i mean to be fair when you originally sent the acoustic the music for it you just said oh i just put some some singing like some lyrics just just for a laugh and i was like no no i like that that's good so then yeah we sort of sort of said well i wonder if i could get my voice on there and i can't sing as you can probably tell but um yeah that was that was a good laugh I, i'm impressed so um x factor next year then chris for us or well i i would love to go on the x factor and maybe even britain's got talent and sing <laughs> all 13 seconds of the scent geeks yes just on loop we'll do that Anyway, we we are going off on a tangent. We've not even mentioned any fragrances yet, and we're supposed to be the scent geeks, so we probably yes. should, shouldn't we? Let's so. get geeky about our scents. So, Steve. what you've been What's wearing your scent today? Of the day? Ah, oh, like you go first. You go first. All right, I'll go first. So, I've been wearing today a scent called Filth XXL from Aaron Terence Hughes. Good, good. And I, uh, I love it's a good, the, it's a good um, descriptions that Aaron does for the sex range on his website. I've been reading them recently. Um, I don't. Have, <laughs> I assume you've you've seen them but they are brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it says it's not for the faint-hearted and it's not commercial and it's not for people who like to play it I safe. Think, well, there's one line uh, in the description for Filth. He says, um, Filth is somebody that starts out the night kind of dressed nicely and, you know, and looking good. And then by the end of the night, they've got their knickers in their pocket and they're like passed out next to a fin or something. It was like, <laughs> he did it a whole back. You know, it brilliant. Yeah, you know what? I'd actually agree with that description. I think the development of the scent is, uh, yeah, happens in that way. I think it's it's a great scent. It's very carnal. It does have a filthy, dirty edge. It's got a lot of jasmine in there. Uh, so... It is Filth XXL. I've not actually smelt Filth, so I don't know how much more filthy XXL is, but uh, enjoy it. I've, I've not smelt Filth or XXL. I, ha I have, have smelt Slut. 
And yes, I've got I I got a cheeky little sample you? sent to me uh, by. Um, I like it. My wife did not like it um, because I remember you said to me that um, it smells really good on on your misses. So when I got the little sample, um, I I got the misses. I sprayed it on her arm. I was like, oh, it's unisex or whatever. I sprayed it on her, and um, but she, to be fair, she didn't give it any chance to settle down at all. She basically kind of smelt it and she was like, oh, and she like yeah, it's really almost a, didn't quite like an aggressive like, opening really. actually. Not necessarily in a, in a bad way, but yeah. it's got a pop to it. It's got a real kind of almost like a sour pop to it which yeah no i mean i much so i had to wait until i was gonna have a day without her to wear it myself and i found the dry down was yeah i enjoyed the dry down a lot more yeah i i totally agree and to be fair i actually find that the dry down i didn't find it that slutty if i'm honest i sort of thought it had quite a nice it's a nice citrusy green it. scent, and I agree, it does have a bit of sophistication. I think it depends on the mindset of the person and what you associate it with. Yeah. I was quite surprised, actually, that uh, Nigel from Two Cents with bought it. Uh, and he's, he's, yeah, he's, I saw a, that. he's yeah, a yeah, yeah. slut, isn't he, wearing that? Nigel. Hey. <laughs> but he likes it. He loves it as well. He Getting loves it. Well, probably on. because he, yeah. he thinks it's a sophisticated scent. And I think it is. Uh, I don't think he goes out feeling slutty. <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, um, watch out, Rocco, just in case he does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, only at the weekends. I think is he does he slut it up? Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, yeah, let's so run through these quick because we don't want to take up too much time in this very short thirty-minute podcast. So I've also been wearing a brand new one from Alexandria, which is going to be released, I believe, on their website next week. It's her Fez exclusive, which is obviously an original creation. Mm. Different to the rest of the Hafez line, it's a lovely kind of passion fruit, woody, sweet scent. Very nice. I've also been wearing Delirious, mm-hmm. which is, again, another kind of tropical, earthy, fruity scent from Renier Perfumes. I've been wearing the new one from Imaginary Authors called Telegramma. Uh, oh, actually, mate, you, you might like this because uh, it's got talc as a note. And we know, you, uh, we know you've got a thing for talc <laughs> balls. I do, I do have a thing for talky balls. I don't know if we've got time to talk about that on this podcast, Maybe but yeah, um, very briefly, I sometimes describe very retro, old school talky fragrances. It reminds me of when my dad used to kind of come out of the bathroom smelling quite retro, and he'd just been in there splashing talc all over his balls. <laughs> so that's the, that's that story in a very small nutshell, okay. no pun intended. Um, all right. Yeah, um, so, so yeah, I also wore another. Aaron Terrence Hughes, Tobacco Oud and Vanilla, which I think is my favourite from the house. Really lovely, resinous. Yeah, it's a lot great. Of people it's say so that. easy to yeah, wear. It's, it's complex and interesting, but also easy to wear, so it kind of ticks a few boxes. And I've also been wearing, uh, I'm going to finish my list with the new one from Byron Parfums, which is uh, Zaire. Aha, I've mm. worn that this week. I okay, have well, let's chat week. about that. Do you um, want to yeah, quickly not... let us know what else you wore, and then we can go into a bit more detail about the new Byron? Yeah. Yeah, briefly. Um, today, scent of the day, it wasn't one um, because basically I've been decorating all day and so I've been in my snacks and I didn't even bother um, scenting up uh, today, but I did in the evening. So I'm currently wearing Pure Excess uh, Night from Paco Rabanne, which okay. I've got a little sample of. Um, first time like worn it. it, first time smelling it. Um, 
yeah, nice. Basically reminds me of Armani Stronger With You, but just worse performance. So that's that. So I don't know if I'll bother doing a review on that because I right. sort of summed it up. Good review. But a very nice scent. Yeah, I do like it. Um, I've also worn um, Montblanc Explorer, which is a one I know is something you're not a fan of. I like of, it. I know, mate, honestly, I really like it. I, I just thought that what it was doing was similar to Aventus and Aventus did it better. And since I own Aventus, you know, it would be a different story if I didn't own Aventus and, um, you know, I was looking at the two on the shelf, the price difference is astronomical. So if I was buying one of the two, I probably would buy Explorer. But in terms of the scent of each one, I thought of my Aventus, my 2016 Aventus was better. See, I, I've not spent, smelt lots of different Aventuses. Um, I've only spent, smelt, uh, I think my, the sample I've got is from 2016. But I actually prefer the smell of Explorer. Now, people are going to beast me for that. Um, it's obviously grossly oversimplified, not as complex, um, but it is, but they've made it, made it mainstream and just approachable. I, I prefer the bergamot to the pineapple. It's just a personal thing for me there. And then the dry down, it's just very easy. Um, I just enjoy wearing it. And I get shit loads of compliments on it, which is out of, from complete strangers. So, yeah, it works for me. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Um, what else have I worn this week? Oh, I've, I've bought a couple of fragrances this week and they arrived. Mm-hmm. And one is an absolute modern day classic. It's Chanel Allure on Sport. But not the oh, OXTREM. Yes. You prefer it, don't you, to the OXTREM? I do. Well remembered. Yeah, I'm. I prefer the original um, Alerum Sport to OXTREM, and I know again you differ in that that regard. Yeah, so, I do yeah. love OXTREM. One of my fave designers. Alerum Sport is one of those ones I've always resisted buying because it just feels a bit sort of trite and cliche mm. but every time i smell it i think it's really nice and i smelt it in a department store a couple of weeks ago and i was like oh, I've just got i was the same it. with so bloody chanel i i didn't have it for ages because i thought it's generic it's popular it's it's worn it's not groundbreaking and then i smelled it i thought you know what it's really nice really easy to wear uh, very gentlemanly so yeah i got a bottle of the uh, adp yeah no adp is my favorite so that's me and then i also i've done a video on youtube on my youtube channel i also received a Zenya milan as well so i've worn that um it was a first impression of videos and i've not actually done a full kind of test yet but yeah that's that's a very nice fig based fragrance my first fig Your first fig scent yeah so i saw you your video mate and it, yeah, yeah saw that you enjoyed it first impressions so that so good look forward to the yeah, full uh, review of that yeah, I, d- I don't know if I will because I don't know if it's got enough interest in it as such. But um, yeah, it's my first my first fig fragrance, and I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of give it a go. But it's really nice. I don't really have nice many scent. fig, but so, it is a good note. Whenever I smell something with fig, it usually impresses me. So yeah, it's a it's a good note, popular note as well. I think a lot of people like a bit of fig. It is. It is a popular one. I've not not got much on it. So going back to um, Byron, yeah, I said it in a strange Byron. way there, Byron, um, Zaire. So what? Do you think? I mean, I know you've not done a full review on your YouTube channel. So no, I've not filmed anything yet, but I, I do intend to very soon. Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, all right, mate, let me start right. and say I really enjoy this yeah, scent. You... It's, uh, it's a lovely uh, kind of sweet scent, and it's got pineapple up top. And I think instantly anything with pineapple these days, people think Aventus, and it really is not. I would say the pineapple in Aventus is... Uh, quite bright and uh, because of the bergamot that it's paired with is it's got a, a very lively citrusy type pineapple opening whereas Zaire is more of the pineapples that you would get in a tin you know the sweet pineapples tinned sweet pineapple mm. mixed up with yeah, a bit of caramel and vanilla 
And and I would say, just to give people, just to oversimplify it, to give people a bit of an idea of what it smells like, probably somewhere in between Byron's other release of Pirates and also their release of Muller Muller. So I, I felt it was somewhere yeah. in between those two. And it was a, it's, they're back to what they do. They're, it's their signature style because the previous release, Byron Mann, was quite subtle yeah. and not the powerhouse that the earlier fragrances from Byron were, but this is back to being a powerhouse. This is a big performer, rich, dense, thick, uh, bold, lasts a long time. So I'm really impressed. T- I totally agree. Uh, yeah, as soon as I smelt it, I thought, because I also had Byron Mann, and I thought this is this is like this is like the Byron that I know. This is it's kind of rich, it's sweet, it's again unisex. Um, it was it's funny though because I had a bit of a funny sort of first impressions with it really because when I first saw the notes before smelling it because at the top there's um, I'm looking at it now it's not from memory I'm not some sort of um, genius <laughs> uh, pineapple caramel and aquatic notes and I thought when I first read that I thought. That's a bit of a kind of for me. That felt like a bit of a strange combination of notes, it, like at the top, like sort of some sweet, but then aquatic. And I was thinking, was it kind of salty or was it like that sort of threw me I know a little what you bit? Mean, yeah. And then when I and when I sprayed it, I kind of sprayed it on my arm, and without smelling my arm, I just got the CR straight away. So straight away, I knew it was Byron back on form because it was just like you know really rich and thick, and you could smell it in the CR before I even you know raised my arm up. And I got that sillage and I was like, oh, that's really, that's really good. It's really sweet and yummy and, oh, yes, I really like that. And then just kind of let it dry down slightly on my arm before I kind of sniffed it. Sniffed it on skin straight away and it was it was a bit weird. Like on skin, in the opening, it smelled a little bit funky to me it's the, in the first five minutes. Yeah, but the sk- I, I agree. I, I totally got the same thing. It's not really barnyardy skunky, but there's a little bit of medicinal something in the background and yeah. I thought that must be the oud. Um, so it just does give it a little bit of bite it, it, in the opening. Yeah, it was weird because I didn't get that in the CRs. I was like, and I, I sort of stood there. I was like, okay, CRs nice. Skin, no, CRs nice. But then after five minutes, the skin dried down and it smelled like the CRs. But yeah, that, that first smell on skin, I was like, ooh, that's, it almost smelled a bit like, I don't know if it was like the aquatic, the saltiness as well. It was almost, yeah. it just, it was a bit fungi. I didn't, I was like, ooh. But then, like I say, once it dried down, I was like, yes. This is this is a good one. It's a cracking this scent. Is a good it one. is a really it's a really good scent. And also, I was thinking from the notes because I think it's got some bourbon vanilla and uh, it's got some woods in there. So I thought it was going to be more resinous and darker than it actually is. But it's quite a bright, fruity style fragrance. Yes, yes. I think it's uh, again very unisex. Mm. I could totally see women rocking that. It's very um, sophisticated as well. It's very um, opulent. Yes, is a word. Yeah, I and this is this has like... been done in collaboration with a designer house in Paris, hasn't it? Um, is it Christian Mangero? Yes, yes, um, I believe so. We should yeah. also mention the price of this because it has taken a bit of a, a price hike from other Byron yes. releases. Are you aware of the cost of this? Yes, two hundred and eighty euros for fifty on the for fifty mil. Yeah, I mean that is, but uh, that's that's two hundred and eighty euros. That's that's how I would describe that. Yeah, and that is as much as I love the scent, I think it's gorgeous. I think that's probably a little bit out of my my price range. I mean, you know, you can get one hundred and twenty five mil of uh, Parfum de Mali. Uh, you can get some Rogers mm. for for not too different a price. Well, to be honest, I would I would still go for the chronic 
which yep. is you know half the price. Chronic is still uh, my more favorite. than half the price. Yes, yeah, I agree. It's still my favorite, and it's you know more than half the price. So that's still my sort of the the Byron Crown, mm. uh, Byron King for me. But it's a limited release, and I I think it will sell. And if if it sounds like something you're interested in, guys, maybe go and snap it up because it won't be available for very long. Yeah, it is. Like I say, it's a gorgeous, opulent scent. Like I wore it to be fair to the pub in a t-shirt, and it was. But yeah, I, I imagine just like at an event, you know, like a really nice, smart event that mm. would work really well. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Okay, beautiful, beautiful scent. So moving, uh, on. moving on, then what's what's been going on in the world of of Fragcom? Oh, well, it's then? been it's been a good twenty four hours because we've got Demi back. Demi's back oh, in our lives. Yes, we've all missed. She's Demi, been in Dubai doing business, businessy things, and now she's back. Yes, and she's yes. just obviously been missing YouTube because she just dropped about ten videos in the last twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she's she's storming it as well. She's a hundred and twenty something thousand subs now, I think, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Killing it because I, I watched it. her video. Um, I watched a video about where I've been. I think it was. I've not seen all the others yet, but I saw mm. the one where she's been and she where she announced that she's been busy on working on projects. There was sort of two projects. There was one that she said is not a fragrance brand, but it is kind of to do with fragrances and online presence. And I don't know if it's some sort of marketing thing or something, some sort of online fragrancy thing, but it's not a fragrance brand. So. Yeah, she was quite cryptic about that. Fair enough. You, you don't, you don't, don't want to drop too many details when things maybe not quite fully fleshed out, but it does sound intriguing, actually. Yes. And um, she sort of said that it's something that she's thought of ages ago, years ago, I think, by all accounts. So it's something that she's wanted to work on, and that's coming true. So she was excited about that. And she also announced that she's collaborating, she didn't say who with, but with a, a fragrance house uh, to have her own scent. Um, Honestly, well. mate, it's, it's doing my head in all these YouTubers doing fragrances. I know, mate. It's just ridiculous. They're just copying me. That's all they're doing. That is, <laughs> yeah. Anybody that's watched my YouTube channel, I uh, sort of jokingly, well, I actually went on a perfume making course just with the wife, bought me as a <laughs> gift, and uh, Chris smelt it on one of my fragrance videos. So it's literally, yeah. it's not from raw ingredients. Did it just yours things. come out? Did your did you make yours before Jeremy released Office as well, or did your did you do yours Ooh. after? So, so what we said is Jeremy first, copied mate. me. I think Jeremy copied me, didn't I he? Think Jeremy co- I think you started off this whole business strategy and Jeremy's jumped on the bandwagon, hasn't he? And you know what? I did mm. a performance at school once when I was 18 and I started it with a spin. So I think he's he's copied me in there as well, you know. He stole my trademark that is on, that's, that's probably on the internet and he's probably seen that, which yeah. is why he does a spin in all of his videos oh, and a clap. Did you it. do a clap as well? Of course. I mean, what, what's a spin yeah. without a clap? <laughs> yeah. And obviously he did some one-arm press-ups at the same time. Yeah, yeah no, I failed badly at those. <laughs> yeah, he's beat me there. Hey, we might be able to sing a jingle, but we can't do them one-arm press-ups. No, Steve, not just yet. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so lots of so yeah, as as we sort of spoke about on episode one, you've got yours. Uh, there's obviously you've you released a video today on YouTube um, reviewing Peters mm. from Fragrance View. We've got obviously Jeremy. We've now got Demi. We've got Mr. Smelly did his uh, Smurfy Girly. We announced Steven. last. Yeah, Steven's got a full range. Yeah. Smurfy Girly's announced one as well. So yeah, it is it is very busy in the world of YouTube. As we said in the last episode, I've, a lot of people are criticizing YouTubers for cashing in and, you know, cash grabs. But like we said, we've spent years putting these channels together. So it's not like we're suddenly just seeing an opportunity that we haven't worked for. You know, we've put, we put many, many hours of work into our YouTube channel. So if that gives us a little bit of a boost on um, 
making making some money and selling some fragrances that we're passionate about. And as fragrance lovers, as we said, if someone presents you with the opportunity to, you know, help you make your own fragrance, then for a fragrance lover, that's a that's a big thing. And as people who share content, we make content to share it. It seems right that we, if we're making a fragrance, that we share that as well yeah. with everybody. And and people, I think it's a minority. I think a lot of people are really interested in this and really interested in uh, in, in buying it because if they follow you on YouTube, chances are their tastes in fragrance align with your tastes in fragrance. So they'd be prepared to uh, to, to support and and buy it because they they feel they would enjoy it. Yeah, totally. No, as I said in episode one, I think you know. A lot, all of the people that are doing it are all doing it as a sort of passion project. It's not just slapping their name on something. They're all kind of, you know, either creating it from scratch or, you know, fully collaborating. It's not like, so I, I, I think it's, you know, it's a passion for these people. It's, it's, so why wouldn't you? It's something that they're into. So yeah, I don't begrudge them at all personally. Mm. So, oh well, and, and and on that subject as well talking about Demi. Demi dropped a video on her uh, impressions, on her thoughts, honest thoughts about date and office. Yeah, I've men, not watched that yet. Which I've not had time because I think it dropped today, didn't it? I've not, I've been busy, busy it today did. decorating. Yeah. But yeah, so so what, yeah. what were her thoughts? I, I sh- so she was, she was, very fair and very honest. She she didn't dig the packaging, the presentation, which is quite a common thing. But, you know, I guess you could argue he's going for a fairly no-frills basic approach. But, you know, is that justifiable at the cost of these fragrances? I don't know. Demi, Demi didn't think so, and I tend to agree. Also, she preferred Office. She rated Office a 7 out of 10 and didn't quite like Date as much. Hmm. She, uh, yeah, she, she, she preferred, she didn't actually rate date, but obviously it was lower than okay, seven. Yeah. So she was, yeah, she was honest. She was fair. She was honest and all credit to her for, um, for putting that video on because probably a lot of people were interested in, in knowing her opinion. She, I can't remember if she, cause it gets, date gets compared to Ultramild, doesn't it? I've not smelt it. Um, mm. is there a comparison? Mm. Yeah. It's not exactly the same. Remember. It's the same ballpark, but it's not, it's, you know, not a clone. It's not exactly. Identical. I wasn't sure if Demi similar yeah, vibe I didn't know if she liked ultramile or not but yeah no it's interesting to know yeah because i've mm. not smelt date i've got one of my um subscribers is sending me a sample of date so i will do probably do like a first impression as like i did with office just to see kind of yeah if it's yeah oh, great. Look forward I'll, to that, I'll then. that will be coming cool. in the next few weeks hopefully so yeah i look forward to trying it um but yeah it's yeah. talking of uh youtube and so we spoke about demi's been busy so she's been back back in our lives and we've we've obviously missed her dearly um what other youtubers have caught your eye this week is there any i think there's a, a youtube of the week i think was uh, something you said to me that you would like to discuss? yeah let's so a youtube of the week and that might be a moment or a, a full video so I, I do have a moment actually my youtube moment right. of the week goes to Nigel on the channel Two Sensworth <laughs> and his talking dog Rocco. <laughs> his thumbnail was was the the biggest uh, clickbait imaginable. He said, um, "My dog made me buy this fragrance." <laughs> so uh, I, obviously, I clicked. <laughs> yeah, and I thought, you know, what's what's it going to be? How's the dog going to make him buy the fragrance? And then, lo and behold, Rocco was actually talking. He was 
he was introducing the video and it took me by surprise. I did not expect <laughs> the, to see a talking is, dog. You've sort of made it sound uh, like Britain's Got Talent <laughs> entrance and people are going to be like, holy shit, there's a talking dog. I'm going to get like, yeah, I'm not going to give it away, but it's, it's he's done a bit of camera trickery on that video that uh, you might not be able to notice. But yeah, I did see that video. Yeah. It was it was funny. It was it, it was unexpected, and it did make me chuckle. Well done, Nigel, for that. Uh, hopefully, I think he's listening. He enjoyed last week's podcast, so uh, there you go. Shout out to Two Centsworth. Give him a follow on YouTube. Yeah, putting in I- the work. The video, my video of the week was um, from oh, Clements, okay. the lovely French lady down this, uh, that lives down in London. Or- recently started a YouTube channel. Yeah, this was her top five marine fragrances, and she did it on location from a beach in Brittany, where she's from. So it was just really nice. Her content's always great. She's very knowledgeable. She works in fragrance, so um, content always great. But to see her in a different location, I know the extra complications that can arise when you're filming on location. And one of one of them. Yeah, her camera blew over in the wind at one point, and that's happened to me as well. So uh, passers by you can get very self-conscious about what people think of you talking to your, to your camera. You kind of got to get over that. But that was a great video. She had some great recommendations, great location. For me, that was the standout video of the week because it had all the elements and it was um, a little bit different to a lot of the other videos oh, cool. I watched this week. Um, I don't know if I've got a video of the week. I've probably got two m- moments that kind of caught my just attention, really. One similar actually was um, Nigel's video that you mentioned what I, I made a comment on it because in the video he said it was just a pure fraghead thing to say. He basically discovered the fragrance Rocco named after his dog because he was on Fragrantica searching for different words <laughs> and he searched his dog's name and he came up with Rocco. Like, <laughs> I just thought that is such a fraghead thing to do. Like, like I, I made a comment saying, you know you're addicted to fragrance when you just search random words <laughs> just to see what fragrance there is. <laughs> and uh, I just thought that was just brilliant. That was just that something up. But of all the random words, yeah, he put the name like, of his I dog. I just wonder what else. Not the name of his wife or his kids or his street. He put the well, maybe he'd yeah. done all that first. I don't know, but the name. Of, and when he saw Rocco's name come up and there was a fragrance, he was yes. like, "Get in, order, get in, order, come on." Nigel was a bit like me. We are a bit of a fan of a blind buy. It's the, it's the gamble. It's the sort of roll of the dice. So I know Nigel was a big fan of that as well, which we don't condone, yeah. obviously. Never blind buy, but yeah, I do it all the time. Um, Nope. Yeah, but yeah, that just can. really amused me, and I made a comment about it, and and because Nigel's all about kind of discovering fragrances that have never been sort of spoken about, so that's kind of his tactic. So uh, you know, I'm not like actually mocking him. I just thought it just summed up a fraghead. That was sort of a great example of you know, you know, your fraghead when you just search random words to see what fragrances exist. So that yeah. amused me. And the, yeah. the other <laughs> the other one was your video from today, actually, um, for Peter's uh, fragrance, where you actually do a little um, a dedication to Peter at the start, we should say. And also, I don't know where you get your wardrobe from, because you seem to have like outfits for every YouTuber that you've ever <laughs> like, collaborated with, which is... <laughs> I went on eBay and ordered the Peter Carter and, uh, party costume, and then and, uh, I was just like, "Oh, that's it!" Because it was a good, it was a good impersonation. And then when you just, it just caught me and made me really chuckle. Is when you said about, "Oh, that's my other channel, yeah, aliens and shit." I was like, I literally had a sort of chuckle to that, a laugh out loud, mate. Yeah. So yeah, but that was that was those. 
Well, I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, uh, I Peter's actually messaged me and said that he enjoyed it. I was thinking, oh, I hope he doesn't take offence, but he he said that it made him laugh out loud when I said the aliens and shit bit. So um, I'm happy that he's uh, sanctioned it. So I think we're probably getting on for time, actually. We're yeah. going to be coming up to our allowance. So here's a little um, thing that I wanted to start including in these podcasts, if people like it. I thought this might be good for shits and giggles. I've said to Chris in the past, what I would like to do is give him a situation, a scenario, a, you know, basically put him in a place. doesn't necessarily have to be him. He might be somebody else. I might sort of say you are a middle-aged woman, you know, here's this, but whatever. And then I'm going to give him a scenario and then he's just going to say what fragrance he would pick off his shelf to kind of wear in that situation. So I thought this could be, this might lead to some amusing conversation. And also I know a lot of people on your video say, oh yeah, I'm a 19 year old dad going to on a date. What would you recommend or whatever? You know, you get a lot of people saying, you know, what would you recommend for this, that or the other? So Mm. this is kind of like a lighthearted, fun way of sort of doing it. So some of them might be a bit silly, but there, there will be, some sort of scenario that people can relate to. So that's that's my theory, right? So you up for this? I'm up for it, mate. Let's go. Let's let's play. Let's so, play the game. Here's the situation I've decided to do this week, and it's definitely got nothing to do with me. Right. So I'm scared. As I say, you're not necessarily you, but so in this scenario, you are a male, which is a good start. Yep. In your mid thirties, you are married with children, so not too far off the mark so far. Mm. You've got a parents evening that you've got to go to at a primary school for your daughter um or son doesn't really matter for this scenario um and yeah so it's at a primary school and you and your wife are going and you've got to meet your child's teacher Mm. now your child's teacher is quite hot Mm. now i'm not by any means suggesting that you know you're looking for anything other than you know the happy life that you have with your wife and family but sure you would very much like that hot teacher to think that you smell good and find you attractive. You know, there's no mm. harm in that. So, but you don't want your wife, you know, you don't want to be too obvious. It's got to be subtle enough that your wife doesn't start going, hold on, what's going on here? Why don't want to be show, big... showboating too much. Yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to be mm. whopping out your 280 pound bottle of, or 280 euro bottle of Zaire. You know what I mean? You, you could, mm. <laughs> to, to a parent's evening. So that's the scenario. Yeah. You want this. You want the hot teacher to fancy you, but you don't want your wife to cotton on. So that's what mm. you want to happen. Okay, so it's going to be a crowd pleaser. Going to be a crowd pleaser. So it's got, yeah, got to be a crowd pleaser. But you don't want it, like I say, to be too obvious. Mm. You want her to. So you probably want to think something that's quite masculine, quite yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah, and and also uh, it wouldn't want to be too kind of. Um, designery and well-known because that wouldn't set you apart it wouldn't be it would you'd want her to think oh that's different I, oh, I like that what are you wearing yeah 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 um, i mean if you walk up with extra Savage, extra um extra grade for your daughter um due to the uh the sense that yes. you were wearing today um and, and i think brute's not going to cut it either you're gonna have to no, whop out something no no i mean that that, so. that would probably remind her of a, of a granddad or, or something like that i'm i'm formulating one here and um I've got one that that is one of my favourite scents, and it's one of those that it's it's a safe it's safe in terms of it's always liked. It's not safe as in boring designery safe. Not all, obviously. I'm not saying all designery scents are like that, but just to use that as an example. Now, am I thinking up something humorous here, or something that 
I actually would wear in that situation? Is that, do you want me to go with, with what I would actually choose? No, by all means, right. whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but go for it. And you know, if you've, if you've got something in mind, I've sort of got something in mind. Okay. Just li- I hadn't pre-thought of what mine was, but as I was talking, I was thinking, what have I got? Right. So, well, I mean, I'm-, I'm going for Tom Ford because okay. on the, uh, on the off chance that she did ask me what it was, then it would not be some obscure niche fragrance. She, I think a lady would be very impressed to hear a man is wearing a Tom Ford fragrance. Uh, I yeah. think muggles, as we as we'll call non frag heads, uh, will appreciate that Tom Ford is a high end fragrance. They will. Uh, yeah, so, so I'm, yeah. So I'm going with Oudwood. Oudwood is often loved by females. So I hear. So the feedback is. It's not too showboaty. It's not too loud and obnoxious. It's got a subtlety to it, but it's got a very refined but sexy character as Oudwood. So that would be my choice, mate. And you think that's not going to raise any eyebrows with a wife? You think that's safe? Yeah, I think it's safe. Yeah, I think if I was... Oh, what would raise eyebrows if I was? Um, I mean, if you were spraying it onto your balls, then she might start asking questions. <laughs> but, yeah, but no, that's. I think that's a good because I know you you like that fragrance. You wear it a lot, so I don't think mm. she's going to kind of question that. To be fair, that would be my choice. I think that yeah, that would. I'm going to stand by that. Perfect choice. Tom Ford's Oud would love it, or will always have that in my collection. And teachers around the country, um, I'm sure, adore it. Yes, no, that's a fair play. So now I think so. I'm now trying to think what I've got in my collection. Um, again, a lot of the sort of because I'm thinking I like something sort of manly, kind of sexy, but not too. The first one that came to my mind was actually a fragrance that you introduced me to. Was Wanted by Night. I'm a big fan of that, but I don't know if that's. Uh, I yeah. actually what that Christmas do. I just yeah, really maybe like that it. is a little bit too showboat. It's a bit too loud for a parent's evening. And, and also, it is called Wanted. <laughs> mm, yeah. So it is a bit much. So yeah, uh, might yeah. go... A bit on the nose, yeah. Might go something a bit... Oh, I'm just trying to think now. Um, well, you know what I might go for? Something like uh, Silver Mountain Water, maybe. I've got... Um, Choice. Good I mean, choice. just to kind of so people don't think I'm showing off, I've actually got the Pocket Sense version of Silver Mountain Water, which I actually prefer slightly because it's slightly sweeter and less green. Um, so I'd probably go for that. It's a very clean, fresh, kind of noticeable, but it's not too kind of bombastic and in your face. So, yeah, I think I would. And if she asks you what you're wearing, would you say it's Creed or would you say it's a clone? On the oh. spot, you didn't know this little twist was coming, did you? It actually put me on the spot there. I, I think I would probably. Oh, I don't know. I would, if I just told her it's called, you're gonna, t- you're gonna tell her it's Creed, aren't you? You, li- you dirty little liar. <laughs> I would say it. There's no way you are telling her that's a clone. If I'm trying to impress her, there's no way I'm going to say it's interpretation. I just can't, can I? <laughs> that's just no. not going to happen. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think your little game's backfired, Steve. Sorry about that. I need to think harder next time, don't I? Or just simply not participate. (laughs) Look, I think people have probably, whatever they're doing on a Monday morning, they've probably got to work. They're probably bored of our voices. Uh, So I think we should should wrap things up. We've gone over half an hour, so uh, people are getting a little bit extra as well. Bonus, Bonus content. 
Yeah, we won't charge them. Um, so it leaves us nothing more to say than uh, thank you once again um, from my side. Thank everybody for all the comments and support. It's been amazing that all the comments that we got from episode one. Hopefully you like episode two and the quantity has improved and you love the intro that we, well, Chris and I slightly created. Oh, and stay um, tuned for the outro. We're not going to leave yes. you hanging without an outro. There's there's an outro coming as well. Outro. So... <laughs> um, Thank you. Have you got any comments before we leave, Chris? No, I'm good. I just again like to echo that. Thank everyone for the support so far. We're looking forward to having this little chat every Sunday night, ready to put out for you guys on Monday. So hopefully you'll continue listening. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Okay, brilliant. Thanks again. It's great chatting to you. And same time next, uh, same place next week. Mm-hmm.